Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Welcome, Welcome to, to Nerdificent. Oh, we sound like fusion, you know, when Goku and Vegeta oh, yeah. fuse. That, that was the coolest aspect of it, was their doubled voice. We did it. Mm-hmm. I just want to leave in that whole top. Please leave in the top, everyone. Welcome to Nerdificent. I am Danny Fernandez, and across from me is... Iffy Waddy Way. Oh, when you're... What are you wearing, Iffy? Oh, I'm wearing, uh, you know, my gym clothes. No, I, it <laughs> looks like it's a very specific character. Oh, you know, it's from Dragon Ball Z. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's... Yeah, but it looks like um, armor with a certain symbol... Oh, oh, is that like, um, is that what this is? I, I didn't notice. I, yeah, it looks like yeah. I I think the only person that I know that wore that specific armor with that symbol would be Vegeta. Oh man, I must have made a mistake. This oh, okay. M- I must have been throwing clothes on so quick. <laughs> I didn't realize. Well, Vegeta has the coolest like shirts to make gym shirts. Like I don't know. Like I like your Goku swimsuit, but I feel like the armor looks good when you're like, yeah. If you have to tell you, I bought some knockoffs of that. I actually bought off knockoff Piccolo's pants. Oh, really? And they do not fit. <laughs> they're so like, and they're like the seam isn't even right, oh, isn't no. even like lined up right. I have to send you a picture. I took a picture. It was basically little boy shorts. <laughs> um, they were supposed to be men's. Yeah. But um. Oh yeah, yeah. I could barely get my butt into it. There yeah, we go. It, I almost said the other word, but did it's it, family uh, friendly. Come from China? I think so. Yeah, yeah that's sweet. it's it's because when I tried to get my romp him, my bootleg romp oh. romp him, I got like the double XL and that thing. I think I have a video where I'm ripping out of it because it's so <laughs> tight. The second one that came, it fits. I Look at this. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, I should like tweet a picture oh, that, when this episode drops. Yeah, you wanna see it? Too. That that the scene, seam what a is weird so place off. for the seam. What is it? Oh I can't even make out this oh, it was so cheap. Anyways, oh. don't uh, order knockoff things online. Yeah. They don't fit some most of the time. Just you know, but when they're like dirt cheap like on uh like, Wish. 
I got it from eBay and they were like okay. 15 bucks per romp him. And I was yeah. like, I'll burn. And I was like, I'll get two kinds just to be safe. And yeah, that was the way to go. So I paid $30 for a romp him that fits. I started using wish.com. Uh, yeah, if they everyone's sp- been on that. How I is know. it? Well, you know, you don't know what you're going to get, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. But you could spend like $50 and get at least like a hundred different items. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, so I think I got like a robe that was for ten dollars and it was like sequin it didn't fit me at all it was made for a, a tiny child but um <laughs> that's the thing is you never know how it's gonna fit um most of it is like a one or two use wear i oh, would say wow. like once you okay. wash it it falls apart but there are some funny i think what i got um stella who was on our cosplay episode she uses wish a lot because it's cheap material and so they have the sticky cups that go on your pecs Rest. yeah you can say breasts. I don't know what I'm allowed to say on our show. Yeah, so well, I try to, yeah, breasts, pecs. Essentially, you have these little sticky cups that go on there to protect them when you can't wear a bra. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you're not poking through. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So those are actually really nice. I mean, the chemicals probably cause cancer <laughs> or something because it's so cheap. But. Yeah, there's always, it's like the, um, like, that trope where you go to this like mystic shop and it gives you one dope thing, but there's always something bad, oh, yeah. like a downside, <laughs> like it's cursed. That's what Wish is. It is. But anyways, if they want to sponsor us, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm Danny at StuffMedia.com. Yeah. Today we are covering something that's very near and dear to, I feel, both of our hearts. Oh, yeah. No, this is this was just the 90s kids staple. Like everyone was into Power Rangers. It was like the first... I think of our generation, really big inclusive thing, you know, outside of like your Care Bears and stuff where Care Bears, I felt like both genders were into. I feel like Power Rangers were too, because even though it was like the superhero thing they had, they had every, most races represented male and female and they were the color of the rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I had so much Pink Ranger stuff that my family gave me. It was also during a time, I think, when Barney was still on. So it was like I was getting Barney gifts at my birthday party, but also like the dope as hell Pink Ranger stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know why my why like, yeah, I remember I had some Yellow Ranger stuff as well. Um, but uh, yeah, those were my two that I remember. I had I think I had like a Pink Ranger like bank. I definitely had the glove. Do you remember, like, you could buy the, oh, glo- yeah. the like, Power Rangers glove? And it Rangers would make the sounds when yeah. you moved? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, we are talking today about Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. So, let's just kick this thing off. No no uh, tangents. Just right into it. So, basically, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which aired on the Fox Kids Weekly Afternoon Block in 1993, was uh, actually Saban Entertainment's repackaging of a Japanese show, which, uh, if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> the idea to repackage these Japanese live-action superhero shows was an idea that Haim <laughs> Saban had for a while in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, he actually made this like famous business trip to Japan in which he was like in his hotel and the only thing that the only like reception or something that he got on his TV was the Japanese series Super Sentai, which Mm -hmm. Super Sentai for those that don't know is basically this superhero team franchise TV series that was produced by both Toei and Bandai. And it was like live action characters with like super colorful, over dramatic, <laughs> like special effects. Um, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's basically like Power Rangers, but if you haven't seen it, go Google or YouTube Super Sentai. And so at the time, Saban was 
pretty fascinated by these like five masked characters in spandex suits fighting monsters also just absurd monsters absurd makeup and costumes uh so in 1985 he actually produced a pilot episode called bio man and it was an an American adaptation of a Super Sentai show. Uh, and that was heavily rejected <laughs> oh, yeah. by all of our American network television stations. And, and, and before creating the Power Rangers, the idea of adapting Sentai series to American public emerged actually in the late 70s after the agreement between Toei and Marvel Comics to exchange concepts and adapt them to their respective audiences. So Toei with Marvel create the Spider-Man series based on the comics of the same name and then produced three Super Sentai series which had great success in Japan. And while Stanley and Marvel tried to sell the Sun Vulcan series to various television stations, including HBO... Uh, it wasn't like it happened in Japan. It didn't succeed after three years, and the agreement ended. And I don't know. Have you seen any of the Spider-Man stuff online? No. The Japanese stuff. It's pretty crazy. Like it's basically Spider-Man, and he has like a car, and he like <laughs> has like a super that? suit. Because they just they're like, all right, we see Toys. your Spider-Man, yeah, but we actually think ours would need a super mech. <laughs> Look up Japanese Spider-Man. It's so good. Oh, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, I love it. So um, do, he doesn't like fling from building to building with his webs. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, he's he's around, whipping. He's Rider. whipping it, yeah. So yeah, so Saban's pilot Bioman was was rejected pretty heavily. And according to a Levy, he actually kept a tape of it with him at all times that he would like pitch to networks or people or just randomly take out and show. Um so in 1988, is that when both of you and I were born? Yeah. Aw, yeah, look, look at, at us. us. We were born. We created we, um, <laughs> In 1988, when Iffy and Danny were born, uh, Saban made his own production company and actually made several shows, but including one of the most popular was X-Men Animated Series. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, that was a Saban show? Yeah. Wow. There's actually a ton. I yeah, think it's, it's so up. funny because Saban is so synonymous with Power, Power Rangers, Rangers with me that yeah. I forgot they did things. But now that I think of it, they did have a logo at the end. I do know that his producer. Oh, is that the Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, oh, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. His costume looks like he ordered it on Wish. Yeah. For sure. It's very dramatic. I love it. Yeah, I, I want to watch. See, yeah, I we'll, would watch we'll have that. this video in the footnotes for people to see. But yeah, he's basically yeah just wearing a cheap Spider-Man suit, and he uses his like watch to transform into Spider-Man. It's it's you could tell it's Sentai influence. They're so like, so he wasn't bit by a spider. No, he, he, <laughs> no, he has the belt, and he um, shoots a rope instead of a web. A rope. Well, that's convenient. Um, so in the early 90s, uh, the head of Fox Kids, which was Margaret Lausch, uh, she was actually looking for a new show for kids that would be adventurous and fun and silly. So she actually loved the idea of the Bioman pilot, and her and Saban decided to negotiate with Toei for a newer Super Sentai at the time, which was uh, Kiori Sentai Ranger, And that is what ended up being Power Rangers. Yes, yes. And it was Basically, so for those that don't know, they pieced together parts of the show. So the action sequences were from Japan. So those stayed. And that was what the Bioman pilot was as well. And then this new Power Rangers pilot and show, a lot of the show is still shot. It, what essentially they did was they would intercut it. So yeah. it didn't always look good and it wasn't always clean and it didn't always make sense, especially in later Power Rangers 
series. It didn't always make sense what they were like. One of them, I think the in galaxy one, the equivalent in Japan, they were actually in, it was like a wildlife one. So it didn't even make sense that they did that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so the Power Rangers series itself was intercut with the Japanese one. So then when they would cut to like their teenage life or whatever, that was what we would see as the, the American actors. But then a lot of the action and fighting sequences for at least a good portion of it, were from Japan. Yeah, it was actually a pretty dope setup when you think about it because all the action is taken care of. They just borrow the stuff from Japan. And actually, I heard that uh, they would send them the suits. So like yes. all the scenes with the the actual actors interacting with the monsters, they just reshot. So you only had to shoot all of the in-between and just the like interactions with the monsters and you're pretty much good the hard stuff was taken care of by japan it kind of was but also i heard like horror stories of like well they didn't get their suit in time yeah. or they had to like uh which happened with a particular ranger uh which we'll get into but um yeah he, they didn't get their suit in time and then there was a point where they would like lose pieces or like of the costume but at that point they had gotten so big that they could just go to the store this was like after the show was huge they would go to the store and like go to like Toys R Us and pick up part of the suit wow. from there and just like put it on because it was like such a you know cheap yeah. replica essentially which was what the suits were the suits were so cheap oh, um wow. so yeah 1993 we had the first episode, which I don't know if you remember this, Ify, uh, Day of the Dumpster. <laughs> it was two astronauts, uh, which found, that's what we open on, found a dumpster on the moon, as you do, uh, <laughs> and they opened it for some reason, and it released Rita Repulsa, Empress of Evil, uh, and she had spent 10,000 years in that dumpster. She wants a planet to conquer, and what does she see? If she's on the moon, she's going to see yeah. Earth. And uh, so Zordon, the big giant Wizard of Oz head looking dude, yeah. detects this, tells Alpha 5, who's like a bender slash like lost in space, <laughs> um, Johnny number five robot dude, to essentially assemble a group of five teens to fight. Which now looking back hearing this, I'm like, it's such a funny thing that we never questioned as kids. Yeah. That it would be like, yeah, the best people to to fight her are just five high school teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's the one because they have they're so pure of heart. Yeah. Do you want to go through the Rangers? Yeah, yeah. So we had Jason Lee Scott. He was the Red Ranger. Kimberly Hart, Pink Ranger. Zach Taylor, which is uh, the Black Ranger. Trini Kwan, the Yellow Rangers, and Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger. Yeah, but and we actually have a clip here. Mmm. Oh, we got clips. Ready? Ready? Mm-hmm. All right then. Morphin time. Dragon sword. Mastodon. Pterodactyl. Triceratops. Saber two tiger. Tyrannosaurus. Power Rangers. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, that's iconic. Yeah. I got one more for you. I got one more. Remember this sound? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that, that was like, like the bootleg version of the. Oh, sound. maybe it was. I tried to find it, but I couldn't. It also kind of sounds a little like Kim Possible, but yeah. um, I mean, she obviously came later. My trainer used to have my workout trainer used to have the Power Rangers ringtone. Yeah, it's so funny. Like just that riff, that guitar riff is mm -hmm. just so known in that and 90s were really the yes. golden age of guitar themes I because know. we had rock the dragon yes dragon ball the, Z. yeah and then dun, 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 dun. Uh -huh. oh my gosh it it took me back <laughs> yes yes oh my gosh but uh <laughs> speaking of the ranger so yeah jason the red ranger very jock 
esque uh, filling that like like if Zach Morris were a Power Ranger essentially yeah, yeah. Um, teaches karate. So ABC Family actually did a contest in 2004, and yeah. he was voted People's Favorite Ranger. And Toon Disney did one in 2007. He was voted again as People's Favorite <laughs> Ranger. He also just, like, if you watch the series, is, like, kind of put to the forefront. Yeah. Especially in their Megazord or whatever, which we'll get into what that is. Everyone else is kind of, like, a side. It, I'm not, like, a side character, but he definitely takes, like, the forefront. Oh, yeah. And then he's also the only ranger that has defeated the most enemies by himself than any other ranger, and the only ranger to beat Tommy Oliver. So, if you do you want to tell everyone who Tommy oh, Oliver is? Oh, yeah, that's is? our boy JDF, Jason David Frank. He's yes. the original Green Ranger. He li- he's been he's really been holding that uh, ranger banner uh, yes. for a while now. Uh, but Tommy Oliver is first introduced in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as a five-part episode, The Green with Evil, as a new student at Angel Grove High School. And uh, what's crazy is... Like, I remember that. It was such a big deal that there was this new ranger, this new green ranger, and he had the suit and it had like a like an extra like yes. diamond vest to it. And we we're like, who is this? I was going to say, he was the one where, like, I think that they didn't have his costume quite right. So yeah. there were, like, some scenes that were just, like, really bad. I think, oh, yeah. I can't remember, like, his shield or something, like, his... Yeah, it was like different in the Japanese when they had to like make it out of cloth in the American one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no other kids show had done a five part episode before, so it was it was a really huge thing. Oh yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Uh, and then like unlike like we were saying, he has the golden shield armor, two golden armbands, and then triangles instead of diamonds on the glove and boots. And the belt buckle was golden instead of silver. So he was stunting. He was a fancy boy. Mm-hmm. And I also remember he was the only one that got him and Kimberly. Yeah. I mean, they had like a love interest and they kissed, which yeah. was a big deal for me when I was little. You're like, whoa. Whoa, I didn't know we could do that on here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other kids shows where people kissed. I don't feel like yeah. maybe like, uh, I don't know if it happened in Clarissa Explains It All or that was a big deal to yeah. see people actually press their lips together. You're like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And then we have Zach, who is a black ranger that was Jason's best friend. He taught hip hop, what he called hip hop Aikido, which was basically martial arts and breakdancing. Which is funny because there is a martial art that exists that's that, and it's called capoeira, which yes. they could have done it, but it, but that that was the 90s, like, kind of, it's funny to see how martial arts has evolved over the years, and in the 90s, it was all about, like, karate and mm-hmm. taekwondo. Like, all the other martial arts were not that poppin'. Like, those were the ones that kids knew about, at least where I grew up. It was karate, Kung Fu yep. and uh, Taekwondo. Those were the only ones. But now, you know, there's and Billy so many... Blanks Taibo. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, Capoeira is that. You know, he could have been a Capoeira guy, but, you know, they didn't know that back then. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Trini, uh, the Yellow Ranger. She was also a martial artist. Um, I guess, I don't know if you want to touch on, because in a lot of the articles that we pulled up, it was um, not apparent to them that they had cast the Black Ranger as black and the an Asian actress as, as the Yellow, Yellow Ranger. Yeah. They said they didn't even um, dawn on them until the 10th episode. Uh, and then they changed that in future iterations. In fact, the film that just came out, I think Becky G was the... The artist Becky G was yeah. the Yellow Ranger in the, in the movie that just came out not that long ago. Yeah. So that was, uh, I don't know. People had a lot of mixed opinions about that. Just of note, something to yeah. note. 
I thought it was more of a funny thing and never really came off malicious, except the fact yeah. that Zach was like the hip hop dance guy. But <laughs> I think that was like the 90s where everyone was so enamored by like, you know, the black hip hop, you know, right, and everything. Right, right. And they're like, how can we add this to our show? Oh, would mine have been the Brown Ranger? Yeah. The Mocha Ranger. Then, the Mocha Ranger. <laughs> so then we have Billy, uh, Billy Cranston. The Blue Ranger, he was a stereotypical brainy nerd. He was named after Brian Cranston. Oh, which really? I, thought I didn't of, know. Yeah, I thought of that when I saw his name. And then, so, Brian Cranston would later uh, play Zordon in yeah. the reboot. Uh, but he also did a lot of the zany voices for the henchmen. Oh. Um, which, if you haven't heard, I think I have it. Here it is. Okay, ready? All right. It's no match for me. Now you shall taste my firepower. Oscar worthy. So that's Brian Cranston. Really? It's funny because I was hoping like maybe I would know, but you know, that doesn't sound like him at all. Yeah, that's pretty cool that he was around back then and that the, the Blue Ranger was named after him. In fact, the Blue Ranger, David Yost, actually had a story that I was reading about on Advocate where he said that he dealt tremendously with bullying and homophobia while he was on the show and after the show. Was that, it from, from who? Uh, he said it was, I believe, his colleagues. Let me pull this oh, up. Oh, wow, that sucks. So the first Blue Ranger somehow managed to put up with horrendous homophobic slurs on a constant basis, in addition to the crew grilling co-stars about his sexuality behind his back. I don't know if he was out back then. Uh, I imagine not, um, because it might have jeopardized him, yeah. especially back in the early 90s and being on a kid's show, because that's how people were back then. Yeah, and um, still now. And still now. Very true. And still now. For multiple seasons before he left the show... Um, and he said that he also attempted gay conversion and even considered suicide Ugh. because of uh, having to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's So gross. he's spoken up pretty, he's spoken up a lot now about it. Uh, and I think, you know, has helped other people, especially in that community, like in the nerd community yeah. um, of what he's gone through. But that was kind of something behind the scenes that a lot of people didn't know about him. And he was in several of the shows he was a character that can like that continued on past just the original Mighty Morphin oh, wow. Power Rangers. So yeah. Yeah. Um and then we have Kimberly. Let's perk things up. She was a valley girl, a mm -hmm. gymnast, loves the mall, and she ends up having a relationship with uh Tommy, and I like that she put mall <laughs> caps and they kiss. It was a big deal. <laughs> I know. It's funny because it seemed like the perfect archetype. Like you could tell they wrote it for girls to enjoy the show because their idea of like, you know, she's like a girly girl. She's like the cheerleader. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it is funny. Yeah, it's so like nine. There's no way now. I mean, not that they wouldn't have a pink ranger, but I feel like just making her so over the top. But yeah, so the series itself was basically them combating Rita and an endless array of monsters and normal teen stuff. So, you know, it was still a teen like show, still had oh, yeah. like issues that they dealt with, like in Boy Meets World. And then they're, oh, they're bullies, Bulk and Skull. Yeah. Who, so, who, who is that? Uh, hyper now. So, 
Farkas, yeah, Bulk, Bulkmeyer, and Eugene Skol, Skolovich, I love that I've found their real names, are two of the longest-running characters. So they last through six seasons. They actually outlast the, the cast themselves. So when they <laughs> when they recast the Power Rangers, as they did, and did a couple of times, Bulk and Skull still stayed. Um, and they actually have an arc, unlike some of the other characters, where they move from being bullies to actually having, you know, like emotions and wanting to do what's right there's even an episode where they like are put in like a dream state where you're able to see what they dream of and they dream of being superheroes themselves oh wow it's like that bully you know like deep down they actually want to be the good guy or they're they're jealous that they can't so um so they turn to a life of bullying so bulk is at Hyper? Is yeah, he on yeah. the Hyper show? Yeah, so he's he was on Power Rangers Hyper Force playing Bulk. And, oh, man. And in this, Bulk gets to become a Power Ranger. It's actually kind of cool. The fans really dug it because they got to basically take the lore and just, like, make it. I think it's, like, uh, kind of canon, too. Yeah. Can you tell everyone about Hyper Force? Yeah, yeah. Hyper Force is a live-action Power Rangers RPG, which featured quite a few of the uh, original cast we had. I know Bulk is in it for sure, and there was one other cast member who showed up in the show, and then it had appearances from, like, Jason David Frank. He even popped on mm-hmm. and did an episode. So it's cool because Hyper RPG produced that live RPG with Saban. So that's why they had the resources to make all these connections and why it's kind of canon because it was kind of just this, it takes place in kind of like the time force universe. So it kind of gets to be removed from affecting anything that we're watching now. So. Yeah, and also I remember when they were casting for that, why you and I weren't allowed to be on it. Yeah, <laughs> Even know. though Ify and I have shows at Hyper, and we, you know, Zach was on our Twitch episode, and he's the CEO there. But it was very important because Saban is a very family-friendly mm-hmm. company that they had family-friendly people. Oh yeah. Um. So we're actually going to get into what a Zord is, Megazord, as well as the other shows and some crossovers and the films right after the break. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. 
Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And we're back. Ify, did you have, like, what Power Rangers toys, did you have all their little zords like their their individual little animals oh man i'll uh this is time for the fun story so i remember this because it's the first thing i've ever stolen in my life (laughs) god so in kindergarten a kid brought a red ranger toy and it was the one where you press the belt and it flips from their actual human head to their power ranger head the teacher took it and put it in her desk because you weren't allowed to bring toys to school and while what she was a Grinch. Fi- yeah. So while she was in there, I went into her drawer and I took it and then I went home and I was playing with it. And then um, I felt guilty about it. And so I took it back to the teacher the next day and like gave it back. So you I never kept it. You are such a good little kid. You know, I just felt guilty about it because it was that thing. It was like, um, what is that? literary thing oh you mean the um beating heart yes yes that's the one i'm thinking Mm -hmm. of yeah like i just kept seeing it and like i just kept feeling guilty even though i had it i was having so much fun it reminded me of me going in there and stealing and i just kept having this imagination that she would go into her desk and be like where'd it go you know your little kid heart i i think one of the first things i stole was from sunday school so that's like doubly bad Um, And it was the class that had been in there before had made these adorable pandas out of cotton balls. And somebody had made theirs so beautiful that I was like, there's no way I could replicate that. And I just took theirs. Oh, wow. And then I think um, as as what happens when you steal something, I accidentally crumbled it in my hands and ruined it. (laughs) Anyways, so... Ivy, do you want to tell everyone what a Zord is? Yeah, Zord is a type of mecha that is often piloted by a Power Ranger. Some Zords can combine to a form of a humanoid robot known as a Megazord, which basically looks <laughs> like to Danny. She puts <laughs> she put it in there, which basically looks like to me Optimus Prime. <laughs> which I put is it true. in our notes. Yeah, it yeah. is though. I mean, imagine Optimus Prime, and that's their Megazord. Yeah. Um, I do think that my brothers and I had the individual ones that like you could put together. I think we did or yeah. Um, But I also remember like I was going to say the toys that I had was uh, my family was just very much you're going to have the pink ranger and it's because you're going to have the pink stuff. And so I had like her helmet. I had her glove. Um, I don't think I was allowed to have the other colors. Um, they, re- My name was already Danny. So I think they were like, <laughs> we don't want you to get confused about anything here. Which is your fault because you named me that. But I think they wanted a boy for sure. And then they were like, oh, we're going to make you the most girliest. My family also, this is a side note, kept putting me in cheerleading even though I hated it. Um, And I ended up being a sweeper in soccer. But yeah, so like you heard in the intro, it's like saber tooth, you know. Those are what the animals look like. And the show itself actually ended up having 26. Well, it's going on because there's another one coming out. Oh, yeah. Of course, because... Why wouldn't you um, cap- I mean, continue to capitalize on nostalgia? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's been going strong from from when we started watching it That's when it true. was launched to when we went to high school, forgot about it. There's just every kid just comes in and it just is the perfect show for them. Yeah, so the upcoming season will be season 26. Wow. But something that people don't know is that they are still based off of all the Super Sentai counterparts. So even the latest one that's coming out has a Super Sentai uh, counterpart in J- Japan. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, each season was. so, And they had, like you said, like Dino and, and Beast War and all those other ones. And then we also have three films. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I've seen all of them, but I remember both of them. And it's so funny seeing how much the Turbo movie made because in my head, that was just as popular as the first one. And it was not. No. Okay, so the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, which came out in 1995, made over $38 million, uh in, in the U.S. box office. That was their box office revenue. Turbo, which came out two years later, made only $8 million. That's wow. like nothing. That's $30 million less. Yeah, that's insane. And then we had the reboot, which was Power Rangers that came out in 2017, and that bumped it all the way back up to $84 million. Again, this is just U.S. numbers, yeah. their box office numbers. Did you like the reboot, Ify? Uh The reboot, I didn't dislike it. There are some people who are like both ways. There are people who like loved it, thought yeah. it was amazing. There are people who just hate it vehemently. And I'm just kind of like, mm. I, I, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm I'm in that same boat, but I do. I saw a lot of people actually. I think because a lot of people thought it wasn't going to be good. Do you yeah. remember when they showed the poster for their costumes and everyone was like, "What is this?" Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, they like really, alien looking. Yeah, they really wanted to tap into the alien looking. And Alpha Five yeah. was like, oh, I remember people being mad about that. Oh yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, wait, but here's the funny thing: you can't do a reboot in 2017 and 2018 and keep them looking the, those costumes <laughs> yeah. that we saw in the 90s. Yeah, no. No, you cannot do that. Yeah, no, they. I, I imagine they wanted some take on that. But in the end, it, what it really felt like, the reboot, was that it didn't really know exactly which audience they're trying to attack. Because oh. they could have just leaned in and made it like just Power Rangers for the usual Power Rangers demo. But it seemed like they also wanted to tap in on nostalgia and kind of aim a little darker, a little older. So... I think they kind of accomplished hitting both those marketplaces without, you know, doing too much. But I feel like you can't help but to make a just okay movie when you do that. Yeah. But, like it's out out of their hands. There's no way to really make it both. Ify, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up a crossover that happened that I am going to play for you for all of us. Oh, wow. Okay. One of the best crossovers <laughs> to happen in television history. <laughs> You already you know. Rangers, you gotta go through turtles. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, at least you got that right. It's time for some shell shock. Shell shocked. What are those things? I can't believe it, but I think they're. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yay! Yeah, buddy. You know what's so funny about this is this crossover is very similar to because it was Power Rangers in space that did the crossover. It's very similar to Double Dragon Battletoads. You remember that game? <laughs> it, it really feels like just a spiritual like copy of that because the Ninja Turtles are basically the Battletoads. I think the Battletoads are ripped from them or vice versa. It's either ripped from them or not because the Turtles isn't ripped for the Battletoads. Uh, but and the Power Rangers seem like a you know kids version of Double Dragon. So it is funny that they did. Meet and do I know. And when everyone was doing like 
what was it? Infinity War is the greatest crossover, yeah. most ambitious crossover yeah. of all time. And like people were like tweeting the Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. I love it. I have one more trivia piece before we break and bring in our guests. But uh, one more that I don't know if you know is Mariska uh, Hargitay, who's very famous for Law and Order. Oh, yeah. She was in the original movie. Oh, wow. And they cut all of her scenes out. If you look at her picture of her costume, she is fine as hell. Yeah, seeing when this came out, I can imagine that's why they cut it out. Oh they're like, my they're God. like, oh, she's too revealing, but she is killing the game. Holy crap! If I can envision, it's like Poison Ivy meets Xena. Yes, and I hardcore want to cosplay as this. I bet nobody ha- will like link to this. I'll make a note to tweet this picture out because yeah. it is the dopest thing to cosplay. And my girl has abs. She's like. Woof, she's rocking everything. And yes, it's very much too sexual, but I feel like all the uh, parents might have appreciated it yeah, for themselves yeah. in Especially their own the time. Especially the yeah, dads. Yeah, I was going to say the moms, dads, but you know? you know, I'm trying to be. Yeah, yeah, you know, some of the moms do. I'm not going to, you know, be exclusionary. The dads and some of the moms. I think there's a picture of her like sitting on one of the. Vill- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to bring this up in her like sexy outfit. Yeah. Um, I guess I understand why it was cut by a very dumb person. <laughs> Here's another pic of her. Oh, yeah. Hella Poison Ivy vibes. Yeah, the the green. I do want to mention one thing before we go to the break, that Saban didn't just do Power Rangers and give up. They had two times that they tried to kind of replicate this formula. One time was with the Masked Rider show, which was a continuation of Kamen Rider, which Kamen Rider still to this day is going on. Like Kamen Rider is basically the same as Power Rangers, except it follows one person. He usually rides a motorcycle, which is why he's Kamen Rider or the Masked Rider. And he has like a cool bug-like helmet. They did, I think... um, I think, I don't know how many seasons made it out here, but it did not last as long, didn't have the staying power. And the second time, which was one that I actually really loved and was real hurt when they took it away, was the big bad Beetleborgs. It was actually the same mm-hmm. formula. Basically, they used the footage from Juco B Fighter, the first season, and B Fighter Kabuto, the second season. So, man, it was so cool because the bug design and the suits were so metal and dope and it just uh it basically ran for two years from september 7th 1996 to march 2nd 1998 and i miss you big bad beetleborgs <laughs> i have to give you a shout out but um we'll talk more and we'll talk with a special guest a guest who is a power ranger and we'll get to hear what it's like to be under the mask right after this yeah brian cranston <laughs> no i'm just kidding Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? 
Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. And as promised, we are back with a Power Ranger. What's uh, up? Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is my buddy, my friend, Peter Sodarso. How are you doing? Good, dude. Good. Yeah, yeah. Peter, when he walked in, he was like, so what are we talking about? <laughs> you are the worst. Uh, what? <laughs> I love you. We're just such different co-hosts, I mm. feel like, where I would have had like an email, and the, here's the parking situation, oh, and yeah, here's no. like... I called him for parking, actually, just outside. I was like, is it okay for me to park just like one hour? Peter, we have a spot for you. Yeah. What? Well, you know, the lot is full today, and uh-huh. all the even the one I was gonna pay the dumb eight dollars to park yeah. it, that's full. So I'm like out on Vine. Me too. Yeah, He's down there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on in Hollywood today. I feel very short. Look at my chair right now. What is? Oh, we do have to talk about something. This is Peter's first ever podcast yeah. ever. Ever. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a little feel? bit. Uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know what to like, expect. <laughs> you like do live on camera stuff constantly. Yeah. You know, you did Hyperforce, and then you. You did like the real Power Rangers. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, yeah, you're one of the Power Rangers who got to be in multiple iterations of Power yeah. Rangers. How does it Super fit? lucky. Um, my goodness, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not sure how it, I guess, because I think they're very different audiences. Like, mm-hmm. most people who watch Hyperforce aren't aware of like my Ninja Steel stuff. Mm-hmm. So it feels like they're two different things completely. It doesn't feel like they're both like Power Ranger and all in like one little thing. Oh, nice. Well, let's back it up a little bit and let's talk about when did you first start hearing about Power Rangers? Because we know all of us have no, if been. I, if I started talking about that, we're going to be here for like an hour. No, please <laughs> tell. Like, what was your first introduction? When do you first remember seeing Power Rangers? Um, I grew up in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. So my first introduction to Power Rangers was actually Super Sentai. So oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. And, so you're uh, like an OG. Yeah. I'm just I'm just on the other side of the world. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I, I remember it when I was like super young and then I kept watching it and I grew up just watching it, you know, so it's always been in my life. And then uh, to get into the whole Power Ranger acting industry side, it was actually Yoshi. You know yeah. Yoshi, right? Yeah, your older brother, right? Yeah. yeah. He was also down in Charge Blue. Um, mm-hmm. He got into the industry from doing like stunt stuff. So he did like the suits and all that stuff and for the live action shows. And so he got to meet some of the Rangers. And from then on, he was like, hey, guys, how do you how do you get into this industry? I want to be a Power Ranger. Yeah. You know, because like he could do flips. So they referred him. <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's, that's the core exactly requirement. What yeah, that's what you, you need to be able to do yeah. flips. So We're all... out. We're out. Iffy. <laughs> now, I'm going to practice my flips. Dang, me too. They're actually casting for it right now. Oh, man. Like, right now, just down the street. <laughs> Yeah, well, we know what uh, we're we doing gotta hang here. I know. We're like hit our manager up. Uh, excuse me, why wasn't I sent this? <laughs> right. No, but um. So he did that, and then so he got uh, the casting director's email, and we legit just cold shot an email. And we weren't in the acting industry at this time. I was a student of architecture, and my brother was doing mathematics. Oh wow! And he was just like, "Hey, can we audition?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure." So we came in and we saw her, and then uh, we got really lucky. I think it was just. Things just kind of worked out really well, and we continued on all the way to screen testing, both me and Yoshi. 
Then they canned it because they were like, oh, actually, this is a bit too early to be testing it. So um, come back in like six, seven months. Like, all right, cool. We came back and that was Megaforce. That's the first time that I actually got a taste of what the industry is like. Because like you guys, you guys act. So you guys yeah. know yeah. like uh, the whole test option, right? Mm -hmm. When you see those papers, you see oh, the yeah. numbers. You see how you much you're going to get paid. Yeah. And the promise of what's yep. going to happen. You're like, you start like fantasizing in your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so people, because people outside the industry don't know. So when you're auditioning to act, usually like in a pilot or a bigger show, first you do your auditions, then you do your callbacks. Then what you do is like a screen test slash chemistry test. Uh, what that usually is, it varies for different studios, but mostly let's just talk pilot season since it just happened and it's easy to talk about. Um, the studio execs come in and watch you do your uh, audition it's live. It's nerve-wracking. It's a lot. Yeah. And they're like just, most of them at the time will be like stone cold, like yeah. just dumb. Oh yeah, it's just like the SNL auditions. They don't laugh. But before you do your, <laughs> before you do your screen test, you get the contract and you see how much you're going to be making per episode. You see that money. And so that, that just ups the stakes even more because <sighs> now you know how much you could be making. And you don't even have the job yet, but you're already seeing how you, much you, yeah. yeah. You, you start to like imagine Imagine this life, you know, mm -hmm. and since I was like in architecture, I, I had been living like non-industry life for all my life. Yeah. Seeing all that, I thought that the contract itself was like binding. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, dear God, my life has changed. Yeah. yeah you know, and um, at the end of it, I got super close and it was done like me and one other person. And it got to the point where like I accidentally got uploaded on IMDb. So oh, wow. Before I heard back that I didn't get it. So I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, oh, I got it. Who did that? That's the worst. No oh, you could get in big trouble for yeah. that. The thing is like the Power Rangers uh, fan base and community is super passionate. So they found out who was what? auditioning. I know. Oh man. I know, yeah. They found everything out. And so like they speculated. Then eventually one by one people found out who got casted. And it was down to like the last person. And then they were like, I think Peter got it. So I think they put it on IMDb. So I thought I got it. Then yeah. when I didn't get it, it was God. like salt in the wound. First ever audition. And it was like first ever like rejection. Oof, yeah. And no one warned me how how bad it would yeah. be. Yeah. Like I've been through breakups, but yeah. there is nothing like a heartbreak. You know what <laughs> I mean? your career? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the just, truth. I don't know. Like I would take twenty heartbreaks from a like from my partner than that. In like yeah. your life dream. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Wait, so you? This is so fascinating to me. You have no acting I have background. None. Yeah. Wow. I mean, now people are going to be running out here. Yeah. You're like La La Land. This. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, that was my first time with Megaforce, and then uh, after that, I got into the industry from like commercial modeling because I didn't. I still didn't have a theatrical. And when you're completely out of it, you have no idea how to get any of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even Google barely helps. Oh you yeah. Know? Yeah. So then I did that, and then uh, next season was Dino Charge. That was two years later. And then by this point, I had gotten a little bit of practice from commercials, but I've never gotten, like, actual, like, training. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we did that, and uh, we went to producers, and we both got cut, me and my brother. And at this point, I was already friends with the casting director, so I, like, begged her. I was like, please, please, please give us another shot. Please. I swear to God, we will do better. Yeah. We, she gave us another shot, which was super kind of her. Yeah. Eventually, it went down to me against Yoshi. Yoshi wow. was going out for blue, and I was going out for red. Oh. And they couldn't have two Asians on the cast at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Yoshi eventually got it. Wow. This is when I realized, like, oh, this industry isn't just fun and games. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he left, I was, like, majorly depressed. I took, like, I spent, like, $15,000 eventually in like classes. I drowned myself in classes. Yeah. Oh, wow. But that ultimately helped me actually get into this industry seriously. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I, I think what you did, you know, this is, is taking a step from nerd talk and going towards actor talk or just industry talk. What you did is you 
took the positive route to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times when people face rejection in this industry, they want to blame the industry and not make themselves better. But what you did is you took the classes and you made yourself undeniable and then it paid off. And that was that's kind of how you have to treat rejection instead of like being like these people aren't giving it to me. You have to be like, okay, then I'm gonna get better and better till the point you can't say no. You look bad if you say no to me. Yeah, it's like it's like the audition that we were talking about this morning. Yeah, like had I known she wasn't gonna read the lines, I would have just been better. Oh yeah, you know what? Oh man, (laughs) yeah. There's so many things I've been. I feel like if you like, because we're both in classes, and I feel like as comedy, well, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like being in comedy, you kind of like you coast off of that for a little bit. Like you can make them laugh in auditions, you can do that, but then you start to realize you're not getting it because you don't have the acting technique that they want. Like, and then when you're in acting classes, you're like, oh yeah, I never thought to do literally any of that. I know, (laughs) and it's so funny because same thing as a comedian, like looking at acting classes, you know, it's hard for a comedian to take anything seriously, especially their (laughs) acting, like, and you're like, whatever. But it all it takes is that one moment of you like doing a line and then that teacher giving you the adjustment and then seeing how it pops and you're like, okay, when it maybe this, yeah, you're like, maybe this is, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is good. And well, it just opens up your range, I feel like, to other, now I can go for drama roles, which is like, I never, ever would have and I didn't even want to. Like when they, yeah. my acting teacher like made me take this like drama course. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want, and then I was like, oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I could cry on cue. It's so expressive. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I am so living out here in this town. I can cry at any time. I didn't realize I could use that in my acting. <laughs> Um, okay, so so Yoshi got it, and then and you didn't, and so yeah. you were here, and you took all these acting classes. Uh, well, at that time too, I, I started taking it a lot more seriously, not just acting classes. Like I started um, writing my own scripts, like filming my own stuff. I started a YouTube channel because of that, and um, which now has already died down. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, you it, got busy. Yeah, I got busy. Uh, well, after leaving for Power Rangers, it just no one else took over it, and I couldn't. Like it was yeah. six days right. a week. Yeah. But um, so I started doing that to actually like progressively do stuff. And I ended up getting a manager from one of the auditions that I did from like a self-tape. And so after that, the pilot season came when Ninja Seal was coming up. And at that time, I had booked two pilots. One of them was like an ABC Freeform. The other one was Disney. And I was like, I think I think I might be okay. Yeah. I think I might be okay in this acting industry, even if I don't get Power Rangers. You know, like, yeah. I'm going to be sweet. Oh, yeah. Then when Power Rangers came along, I was like, I can't do this again. I don't want to break my heart yeah. another time. You know, like it was so gut wrenching the first, second, and third time. Yeah. That, like this time, I don't want to go through it again. And my brother was like, "You know what, dude? You just gotta try." Cause like, what's the worst that can happen? You book it. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. So then I went into it, and I was like, "I'm not gonna get invested. I already got mm-hmm. two pilots going on. I'm sweet." You know. Yeah. And lo and behold, of course, you always get invested. Oh, always. Yeah. There's oh, never not a time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at first audition, you know, like, maybe you could be like, "Okay, cool, I'm done." You could let it go. Moment you get a call back, you're like. Yeah, oh, okay. it, the stakes um, raise so oh, it much. it does. <laughs> like, incrementally, too. Yeah. It's like, first you're, like, maybe invested 5%. The next thing you know, you're, like, 50%. Next thing you know, you're, like, 2,000%. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 what just happened there? So all that happened, and I got all the way to the point of screen testing again. And at this point, I was there. There were, like, two other dudes who were, like, way better looking than me, way younger than me. And they were, like, amazing at stunts. I saw them doing it, and I was like, frick, they're not going to have two Asian dudes on here. Yeah. You know, so I was just like feeling a little discouraged, but I did it anyways. After all that was done, it was quiet. And you know, you guys know the screen testing Mm -hmm. thing with the test option of like, your time is here to here. And once like you reach like June 30th or whatever, you have to be released from the test option. Yeah. So that means you at least know when you don't get it as opposed to like prior to. Mm -hmm. So it got to the point of like, I think it was May. No, no, yeah, it was June. June uh, 23rd, which was uh, the day that it cut off. 
And it was June 22nd at night, and I had not heard anything back. And I was on, on a shoot that day. I was on a shoot with my brother, and we were on film. And uh, it was like 10 o'clock, and I got a text from the producer saying, like, um, hey, I'd like to talk to you. And at this point, I was like, 22nd? What is going on? So I went up to my brother, and I was like, hey, dude, check this out. It was either really good news or really bad news, hoping that he'd be like, ha, 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 yeah, you should call him, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, um, and at that point, his face just dropped, like completely dropped. He, you, could, you could tell when somebody's not joking. You yeah. know? Like No matter how good of an actor they are, in real life situations, you could tell when somebody's oh, joking. Yeah. So he was like, dude, um, you didn't get it. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, don't screw with me, dude. Like, this is, yeah. you know how big this is to me, how important this is to me. Like, if you, if you screw around with me right now, yeah. I will break down. Yeah. <laughs> We're on set. <laughs> I can't afford to break down. And he was like, no, dude, like, uh, Chip called me actually two hours ago and told me, like, hey, Peter didn't get it. How should I tell him that I, he didn't get it? And I was like, oh, my God. Well, I guess that's how. Yeah, yeah. I was God. like, you got to be joking. <laughs> so he calls me and he was like, hey, you didn't get it. Um, I don't have much time right now because I'm actually in a meeting and I know that you're on a shoot. Let me call you back. I just want to talk to you because I do really care about you as a person and uh, I want to let you know why you didn't get it. Just so you understand that's that helpful. it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, at that point, I honestly didn't care to talk because I was yeah. just so upset. Yeah. But Which one was, was kinda, for this again? This was for Ninja Seal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this was two years ago, I think. Yeah. And so I was like, well, if he was kind enough to go out of his way to say that, I might as well just talk to him, you know? And yeah. like, at least maybe it'll make me feel a little bit better why I didn't get it. Yeah. So uh, after the shoot was done, this was two in the morning, I was driving home and I finally called him and he was like, hey, Peter, okay, um, I really want to talk to you. If you're on the, on the street, can you uh, pull over or something? Yeah. And I was like, all right, fine. So I pulled over and he was like, okay, well, um, the reason why you didn't get it, Peter, or should I say Preston, is because you're Ninja Steel Blue. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What are, what are you saying? Yeah. And I legit, I don't know if I could cuss on here, but I was oh, like. Yeah. yeah, we'll bleep it. <laughs> I was like, don't f*** with me, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, it turns out I got it. And the reason why he told Yoshi that was because he wanted to surprise him. No, oh, no, wow. these are bad people. Yeah, oh, wow. Peter, these are bad people. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's funny because I like I know that they surprised Yoshi, but Who I was does still. That? I no. know that's why. Like that's why I took it for granted because yeah. you don't hear you... In, like yeah. executives doing that. Mm -hmm. Oh, good thing you didn't like cuss somebody off, I know. <laughs> cuss somebody out or something. Oh man! Listen, I've I've given you my heart and my soul. But man, you, you gotta man, that person was really good because he was a know, mastermind of it all. Because just... because if he would have been like, don't tell your brother, but you did get it. And you were on set, you would have let it slip. You would, oh, there's no way you would have been able to. So he was like, I got to wait till they get off set. And he's like, All right, this is what's going down. So yeah, tell, tell the story because I sorry, really I like it. It's very cute. And we're going to post this. Send me the video so we can post it on the footnotes. <laughs> yeah, you but can actually look it up. It's on, it's on Bethany's uh, yeah. blog. Uh, she has like all the back ends of it too. Yeah. But uh, so after that, I had to wait two weeks before Yoshi could know because after that, it was two weeks until Power Morphicon, which is coming mm -hmm. up soon. That's when they do the reveal. So up until that time, I was like still playing D&D &D with my brother and I was like trying to put in like little hints and stuff, you know, <laughs> but we were playing D&D &D and like we passed by like this, um, this martial arts gym right by because I play at Emerald Knights. Yeah. And um, there's this martial arts place called uh, Blue Dragon Martial Arts. Yeah. And uh, the day before Paramoricon, we drove past it and my Zord, by the way, is a blue dragon. Yeah. So uh, Yoshi was like, hey, Peter, look at that. Blue Dragon Martial Arts. Like, just like that. Just the way I just said it. Yeah. And I was like, 
Yo, does this guy know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was like, is he screwing with me? <laughs> so then the day of, Power Morphicon came, and uh, I was going to go down the thing, and they were, like, reading the names. They wanted to read me last because they wanted to do the whole, like, surprise with Yoshi. Yeah. At that point, I was already annoyed because I was like, Yoshi already <laughs> knows, man. Yeah. yeah. He's pointed out multiple things that shows me that he knows. Like, I know he knows. And um, the moment that, like, my name was supposed to get called up, so it was like, this person, uh, this color, this person, this color, this person. There was, like, a beat, a pattern, you know? Then it got to me, and it was like, and the Blue Ranger. And Yoshi was supposed to read my name. And all I heard was, <laughs> and I was like, what? What's going on? And then that's when I knew that, like, he didn't know. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Then he called my name, and he couldn't even say my name. Like, the dude just started breaking down. And even to this day, like, every time I watch it, I still get feelings just because of how raw his Aww. emotions were. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm pulling it up for Danny right now. It's, like, the cutest thing. <laughs> Because, we'll have to post it. Yeah, yeah, we will definitely post it. Uh, I'm going to get it. <laughs> so how crazy was it, like, right after that? What was the – because their fan base is pretty ravenous. Yeah. Like, in a good way. They yeah, just, yeah. like, eat up everything. They're extremely passionate. And yeah. that's the one thing that I will say, like, I love about the Ranger fan base. Like, but the thing is, like, I've already kind of always been in uh, semi-spotlight with them. Because yeah. The Megaforce thing, when they put me up on IMDb, so a lot yeah. of the, the Ranger fans actually have, like, stayed with me since 2011. Wow. Yeah, since 2011, until I booked it in 2016. And then a lot of them were like, dude, you've been here since day one, yeah. <laughs> and your brother wasn't last year. So That's so dope. It just, it just worked out really well in my favor. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'd see how much you love being a Ranger. Like, what? Like... Man, I just because that's like especially a '90 kid's dream is being like a Power Ranger. So what what is it like putting on the suit and all this? The suit itself is actually pretty dang awesome. Like it's the suit is lightweight. It it breathes. It gets kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and when it gets hot, it gets really really hot. But it's it's awesome. Um, besides that, we actually only got to be in the suit like three times oh, overall. Wow. Once wow. at Paramorphicon, uh, once for a studio photo shoot. And once for the morphine. Yeah, because they use the footage from the Super Sentai, right? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. So how many action figures of yourself do you own? <laughs> uh, I think I have one of them that I'm, like, modding up. Yeah. But, like, that's it. Oh, man. You're, you're way more humble than me because I would have every <laughs> iffy action figure that uh, I can get my hands dude. on. Just... No, I'm a big Gundam guy, so, like, my oh, wall wow. is, like, filled with Gundams, and it just doesn't fit to put up out yeah. on there. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not moving sorry, these Preston. Gundams. <laughs> I'm more of a Zoids guy myself. Oh, I love Zoids. Oh, yeah. Zoids Can't forget great. Zoids. Zoids <laughs> was the bomb. So so what, what do you feel is next for you? Do you, like... Um, I, I'm, I'm big on creating. Mm -hmm. uh, this past year has been really good in terms of acting. I've been booking, like, jobs, little ones, just uh, left and right. But um, I'm looking forward to creating my own stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've always been interested in, like comic books um anything that's really like superhero-y or even like a little bit of fantasy i i just love so i've been working on like two different series currently oh nice um one of them hopefully i'll be uh i'm, I'm working on like a system a D, D system that's like a sub-region and subclass for 5e oh if you nice guys played yeah Dungeons yeah Dragons. uh i'm doing that hopefully i'll be doing that with hyper rpg in oh, a bit dope. and um i'm writing another feature that uh, who knows if it's gonna see the light of day but <laughs> Well, Look, we can make it happen. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to do stuff that you know implements martial arts? Since that seems oh, to God, be a big no. part of really, no, 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 really. No. I, I mean, I do it only for like as an actor. It's nice to have like action stunts. Uh, yeah. They're like, can you do martial arts? I'm like, yeah, I could do a whole sequence of XMA and do a backflip. But if you're gonna ask me to do it on the show, I'd rather get a double. 
Ah. You know? Yeah. But that's also because my brother is a stuntman too, and he's okay. always told me like, if somebody asks you like, can you do something while you're on set? Not obviously not in an audition room. Audition room, you do it because you can. Yeah. You show them that you can, but like. On set, you're like, I'd prefer if a stunt person does it, just so you don't take away somebody's job. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, the the stunt industry is very, they're like the unsung heroes. They the, are. Yeah, it's because so they sad. do so much. <laughs> but then you have like these guys like Donnie Yen and J- Jackie Chan, oh who like God. are the master of both worlds. And you're like, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> How do you do it? But then it? they started as stunt guys. Jackie Chan was no. uh, stunt and a stunt double in uh, Enter the Dragon. Dude, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. He has a very famous story that he had with Bruce Lee where I think Bruce Lee accidentally like punched him and he was like, oh no, it was like an honor. <laughs> no, please, sir, yeah. punch me again. <laughs> yeah, so. so you get like stopped and stuff by people or they're like um, little no, kids trying no, to take, really. what What about like, did you guys like hit the con circuit and stuff like after uh, it was announced? I've always been a huge con guy. I'm actually leaving the fan in like, an hour, oh, but wow. I don't. I don't go to cons for like those guest stuff. Well, at least it hasn't come up yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I do go to cons a lot just for my own stuff because I love cosplaying and I love. Yes. I'm, I'm huge into nerd culture. Yeah. So, so what, like, are you stuff. working on any cosplays? Yeah, actually, oh, really? I'm growing my hair out because uh, I did this thing on Twitter where I didn't realize the power of Twitter. By the way, yeah, guys. oh yeah, <laughs> so, it's insane. Can be good and bad. Yeah, There's a lot true. of power on Twitter. Yeah, make and break lives. So I did a thing like someone tweeted me a couple weeks back. I believe they were like, "Hey, Peter Yoshi, what? How many retweets to get you guys to do this cosplay?" And it's like, um. Magical girl Ore, I think. It's like about these <laughs> girls who like make a contract with like a Yakuza demon. Oh, wow. And so they become, instead of like becoming a magical girl, they turn into like these dudes who just beat people up with like staffs. Oh, that's great. So it's like a dude wearing like frilly everything, pretty yeah. much, because like it's what the girl was wearing. Yeah. And so I was like, eh, 1K. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize. One K is always too low for uh, how many retweets. I didn't know that. It's always that. too low for how many retweets. It's always gonna. Because I, I don't like retweeting. I only favorite. So yeah, I just yeah. figured that like no. oh, wow, you're stingy. Is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when people are like, how many retweets for a blank? They're gonna hit at least one yeah. K. I didn't know that. So yeah. I said one K, and then it got to one K within the day. And yeah. Then Yoshi was like, dude, that's so low. Why not ten K? Because <laughs> so to get him on it, we needed to get ten K. And then in two days, it got yeah. to 10K. Oh, yeah. So that's the cosplay that like we're working on right now. Oh, that's so dope. Um, I can't wait to see that. And I'm growing out my hair for that. And also, um, I'm cosplaying Sasuke, and I'm cosplaying Mugen for Fanime. Ooh, okay. Wow, that's going to be fun. Is, where is Fanime? It's up in San Jose. Oh, nice. So are you driving, or are you going to fly? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of car camping. So oh, we're going to yeah. go up, sleep in our car for Ooh. like two nights, come back down. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, no, car camping is a good time. It's so much fun. And people don't realize how much fun it is, and it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's free. <laughs> it's it's free. That's the best part. So what do you think is the future for Power Rangers? Because this oh, I feel like boy. this formula can just go forever because we've been able to rinse repeat for uh-huh. so so long. I actually personally love their formula because it gives a chance for literally new faces every year to become superheroes. Yes. Uh, the one thing that I'm not really sure about is they just sold off to Hasbro. Yes, yeah. they have. I have zero. Like, that's the thing that like people always ask me, like, hey, you know, with Power Rangers, what's going to happen with this, this, this? As actors for Power Rangers, we get everything last. Yeah. We get pictures last. Like, all the promotional pictures, we get last. All the, like, invites to things. People are like, are you going to Power Morphicon? We don't know. What? Yeah. Yeah. We, well, a lot of the times, like, they don't tell us these things. And I don't understand why they don't, but they don't. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they have a good reason for it. 
But even like pictures, we don't get any of that stuff. So in terms of where Power Rangers is going to go in Hasbro, I had to find out through Twitter, by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, and I'm still on contract with Saban yeah, instead yeah. of Hasbro. That's, yeah, that's so interesting. It's yeah. strange. Um, I think personally Power Rangers is going in a really good direction. Yeah. Good. Last year they did the movie, which uh, definitely like aged up the scene. And then they have this comic book series that's really good right now. Oh, yeah. You guys are into that. It's, on, it's with Boom, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the comic series is phenomenal. They did Shattered Grid, which was like a tie-in with a hyper RPG thing as yeah. well. That that was, that was a super cool move to to have you guys tied yeah, to in have, to yeah. the comics. Yeah, because if you if you're thinking about it like uh, from a brand standpoint, that's what I would have done to the beginning. Yeah. Like have oh, a yeah. show that's successful, have a comic that's completely different, tie in one thing from the comic and the TV show. Suddenly, boom, you got a really cool thing going on. Oh yeah, you know. So in that sense, I think Power Rangers is definitely going to be continuing to move forward, mm-hmm. and hopefully Hasbro starts to make different changes to like the the way that the show works too yeah because I'd, I'd like to see some different stuff happening on the show nice like what i would like there to be a little bit of higher stakes nice like uh i know that it's a kid's Dead. show yeah <laughs> no. but, 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 but you just to tackle your point right as it comes out of your mouth but even though it's a kid's show i feel like i think cartoon network <laughs> yeah cartoon network has shown us that kids can handle like yeah. deep stuff if you think of the kid's show we had growing up which oh were x-men oh, yeah. that yes. was like deep and heavy like you had yeah, the story Batman of Ju- the, you had the story of the x-men coming to jubilee's parents and telling them that they have to take her to the institution yeah. because they will try to kill them and sure enough the sentinels burst into the house like that was the stuff we were watching as kids Kids, it kids was dark handle, and real, yeah. you know, yeah. and like I feel like um, if you if you don't give real plot to kids, they mm-hmm. won't understand real plot. Yeah. You know, like they kids are as smart as you make them to be. Like oh, they're yeah. sponges. And when I was young, like it was Last Airbender, uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, X Men, even the Batman series were like oh, yeah. super dark. Yeah. And then those movies were like super like to the max. <laughs> it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we we were able to digest it just fine. You know, and they were good. Yes. You know, it, it makes you think as like children, you start to learn how to to grab for the points as opposed to being like spoon fed all the mm-hmm. points. Besides that, I think that Power Rangers has got a really good formula. Yeah. I think in the future, something I'd like to see with the Power Rangers, because like I said, I've followed like a lot of the Metal Hero stuff in Japan. Oh, really? Big, yeah, I like Ultraman and I liked Ultraman X, which was uh. the older aged up version of Ultraman that they had where it was darker. It was like almost like a sci-fi you know dark sci-fi that deep points and it was marketed and made for adults and i would love something like that to exist in the power rangers kind of umbrella i've been trying okay so hyperforce that Mm -hmm. that was like definitely a step in the right direction but imagine a series like hyperforce before netflix Mm -hmm. for the older generation yeah like not just for kids or even a a web series yeah if you wanted to do web series even with stuff like that that could go great as well oh yeah you know yeah but I don't know. The it's the possibilities are endless. Yeah. They really are. And then, to be honest, with all the different sen- Super Sentai like heroes and stuff, they literally have endless possibilities. Well, that's true. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's so good. I think there are twenty six seasons. I think mm. is what we counted. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Super Sentai is even more because uh, they, yeah. they've got like forty. Wow, I'm a bad Power Ranger. I think uh, forty. <laughs> Three or forty-five. Oh wow! So, Somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, because they were going for a minute before the U.S. Right. got involved. Yeah. So, yeah. So they have all those suits to draw from. They have the Common Rider series, mm-hmm. which came out to the U.S. a couple. That's times. That's the one I would make either Common Rider or mm-hmm. Ultraman, the U.S. aged up like Metal Hero franchise. Yeah, because imagine something like Teen Wolf. Yeah. Teen uh-huh. Wolf is still campy. Oh it's yeah. Still kind of like uh, youngish, mm-hmm. but they've got like real consequences. Yeah. There's oh, like yeah. darker undertones. Yes. Something like that with Kamen Rider where like the guys don't even have to be like, it's morphing time. And it's just like, 
and yeah. just transform. Oh yeah, you know, and oh, it just looks so, so cool. What about yeah. you, Danny? Anything you'd like to see in Power Rangers? Um, you know, I think it's okay to have two people of the same ethnicity. Yeah. On it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they do. They they they, they do a, now. I mean, yeah, a yeah. Bunch of white people on there. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. You know, to, uh, a Latina or two. Yeah. Or two. <laughs> um. You know, we're different. Some of us are, you know, mm-hmm. from Cuba, some from Mexico. Anyways, we're not all the same. Yeah. But uh, no, that is the one thing that I gotta admit is actually a strong point for Power Rangers. Even though like yeah, they, they won't like have like not they have before, but they don't always like try to put in like two of the same ethnicities in there. Um, the fact that they even like are going out of their way to put in people. I know, yeah. Even w- w- the, where admirable. their bar is, is above the bar of most television Which shows. Which is kind of sad. <laughs> Especially on uh, CW. CW loves like hot, disinterested, white, young people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hills just yeah. never, yeah, yeah. perpetually. Oh yeah, and Good our one? season was actually pretty diverse as well. Yeah. We had uh, William, who was half white, half Indian, but oh, wow. he's uh, from South America. Yeah. We've got Zoe, who's a Kiwi, but mm-hmm. he's, she's African-American, well, African Kiwi. And then we've got Jordy, who is Maori, but from New Zealand as well. Oh, wow. Me, who's na- um, Native American and Chinese, and a bunch of other people. So it's like, it's, it's got a pretty good mix on our yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Was it just a whole bunch of like New Zealand Kiwi folks? On, it's That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, two, two of our six. Was oh, nice. like, well, no, three of our seven was Kiwis. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. All right. Well, is there, is where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Peter S. Adrian and Twitter as well. Oh, nice. Uh, you can cool. find me at Ify Wadiway, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E. You can catch me here every Tuesday on Nerdificent, Mondays on Candy Dinner, and occasionally on Daily Zeitgeist. I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez on all the social medias. Please subscribe to our podcast if you're yeah. listening to this and you enjoy it. Yes. And give us a five-star review. Uh, yep. Yeah. If he has things that he wants to drop. Yeah. Once those reviews come in. Oh yeah, yeah, in. yeah. You know, we got the st- we got the stickers, the pins, and then the vinyl figures. So we're getting close. We got up to to. I think I said five hundred is where the stickers start to come out. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting there, y'all. Thanks. Uh, hashtag Iffy Nation and uh, what's Danny Squad called? The Danny Divas. Oh my gosh, no! I feel like that's not <laughs> I know accurate that... at all. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound that good. I know. I don't know the Dan. Dangels? No. Ooh, Dangels. That's, that's kind of cool. That's, that's, that's not that. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, send me what you think my thing should be. <laughs> All right. I guess we're it's it's morphin time. Yeah. Stay yeah. nerdy. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.